Welcome back to another episode of the Content and Cafecito podcast. I am your host, Kathy Keaton, and I feel like I always have to issue a disclaimer every time that I start an episode, but to be honest, um, there if you hear banging in the background is because there's so much construction going on outside of my building, and unfortunately, this is the only time I have to record the podcast. So I guess we're just going to have to deal with the noises of life. Um, don't ask me what they're building, because you know when you see construction happening all the time, and you never know what they're building until like it finally goes up and opens, Like that's exactly what's happening now. And I hope that they're building a parking lot, because... I mean, I need a place to park, so <laughs> I'm hoping that they do that. Um, but who knows? They're probably building an arc. I don't even know what's happening. But if you hear any banging in the background, that is why. But what is up? Happy Wellness Wednesday. I cannot believe it's already Wednesday, and I'm not even going to lie to you. I may sound fine, but I was actually scheduled to be in the office today, and I had to work from home because... I was just feeling off this morning and I don't know if it's like the constant rain that we've been getting on the East Coast, like not even only the East Coast, like the tri-state area in New York, like it's been so disgusting. The weather has been so disgusting. My hand has been hurting so much more than usual because work has been so busy and I can't like not use my hand. (laughs) So there's that but I don't know I was just feeling really off and it was just like I was like I can't like I just can't do the commute today like I can't and this goes back to my last episode where I was talking about the fact that I really need a fully remote job so if you're listening to this and you have some plugs you have some connections and you know of a company or you're in a company that is hiring for fully remote work for admin or executive assistant or anything like that, then hit your girl up at Content and Cafecito Podcast Instagram um, because it's like, uh, I am just feeling so out of it. And I think this commute is like really getting to me. And of course, you know, I'm trying to put on a brave face and like do it all, but whatever. So I'm going to stop complaining. (laughs) I just had some coffee. I had a really, really late morning, like a really late start, even though like I logged into work at the like on time, um, you know, just in case my boss was listening, <laughs> but I logged in at the at the right time. But as for like my coffee and my breakfast and stuff like that, like it was really late because I was just moving super slow this morning. Like, do you have any days that you move really slow? Because that's exactly what I am this morning. Um... But in other news, um, I am doing this episode today because I noticed there's a need for it. And as you can tell by the title, this is about to be like a really like, I don't want to say deep episode because I don't want to give you like expectations and then you get disappointed. But we're going there. We're going there. And maybe another episode will be lighter and will be like more like lighthearted and stuff. But... Oh, especially because like my mom agreed to come on the podcast. So that's going to be a really fun episode. But for this one, we're talking about social media and burnout. And as somebody who is recovering from burnout and, and I help business owners now, especially women that are currently burned out or are recovering from burnout or trying to prevent burnout, 
it is so easy to get sucked into it. And I'm going to tell you why. So I may have an unpopular opinion um, because of somebody that has recovered from burnout or is currently recovering rather, but I love social media. I do not think that social media is like the devil. I don't think that social media is horrible or negative. Like a lot of people have negative things to say about it, but I don't. Like social media has been a huge factor in why my business is successful in the way that it is. Social media is a great way to like get your message across to multiple people at the same time instead of like having to either message people individually or having to manually email people. Like it's a great way to post one thing, make one piece of content and get it out to thousands, even millions of people, which is amazing. Of course, there are things like the algorithm um, that can be discouraging, but overall, like it's a, it's a positive place for me. And I think that I may have an unpopular opinion because the popular thing to think and like the common theme I see across social media, especially for creators and business owners that are burned out is that they're blaming like social media on it or blaming it on social media. And it's like, social media is not the problem. It's you and your boundaries. And I hate to say it like that, but it's true. Hey, Ollie, (laughs) if you don't have any boundaries, then of course you're going to be burned out. Um, and I am one that I have learned to set boundaries because nobody else is running my business. It's only me, right? I'm single-handedly doing this alone. So in order for me to set boundaries and be okay mentally and, and constantly view social media as a positive place, I've had to set those boundaries. And I think that the reason why a lot of people that I've seen from my experience, um, because this was me, right? So before I come at y'all, let me talk about me. <laughs> um, I used to follow like all of those blogs, right? I used to follow like the Shade Room and like, um, well, there was another one. There was, oh, it was something called Hollywood, Hollywood Unlocked. I used to follow them all the time because, you know, to keep up with the celebrities, to keep up with celebrity gossip. Because at one point, you know, especially when you're watching like reality TV, it's entertaining sometimes when you follow all of those things. But the bad part when you do that is that once Instagram sees, like, let me just give you just a little like a mini class on the algorithm. If Instagram sees you even like pausing on a photo, you don't even have to like it or comment on it or engage with it at all. If you're scrolling through Instagram and you pose on a photo that is that is about gossip or celebrity tea or drama or anything like that, Instagram registers that that is the type of content you like. So that is the type of content they're going to push at you, right? That's the type of content that you're going to see first. It's just like if you like speak around your phone about like cookies or something like that and watch this, watch an ad for cookies come up on Instagram. But if you're like having a conversation about, I don't know, a cleaning product or about a person, right? Let's say it's like a celebrity, a certain celebrity that's maybe having family issues or anything like that. If you are hearing about this person and you're constantly having conversations around it through um in front of your phone or whatever, and you're or you're hovering over um, the gossip blogs that are talking about that person, that 
kind of content is going to be pushed out to you because it shows Instagram that you're attracted to that. If you are attracted to like weight loss stuff, like for example, weight loss products and weight loss ads and other creators that post weight loss content, it's going to be pushed out to you. That is just how the algorithm works. It's kind of like your TV or kind of like Netflix. Netflix, actually, because Netflix curates, whether you believe this or not, Netflix, Netflix, I can't even talk today. Netflix curates your home feed based on previous shows that you've watched, based on previous trailers. You don't even have to watch the show based on previous trailers that you have watched. And if you notice on Netflix, the little category that says picked for you is based on that. So if you don't want, let's say you don't want thriller videos, you don't like that, then don't watch a thriller trailer. You know what I mean? And the same goes for Instagram. A lot of people view social media and Instagram in particular as a negative space because they fail to set boundaries. You fail to set boundaries and you fa- and that's the thing. So the reason why a lot of people get trolls, a lot of people get bots, like there's so many ways for you to prevent that, right? There's so many ways for you to set those boundaries and for you to curate your feed according to how you want it, how you want to view it. You aren't in control of the algorithm, but you're in control of what you consume. Complete control. So for example, I don't like watching the news, right? I feel like it's like there's nothing on the news that's positive. Even the weather, like clearly from this past week, the weather has not been great. (laughs) So I don't watch the news. I sometimes open the weather app on that's already programmed into my iPhone to see if it's raining outside or see if I have to put on a coat. But I don't know any current events. I don't know what's going on in the news. Only if I see it from like a creator that's reposting something. And then I'm like, okay, like, okay, I guess this is going on. Only only it was like a big, big like court case. Like, for example, the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, right? I was really interested in that. So that's the reason why I stayed plugged in. And that's also the reason why I kept seeing it on my feed. You understand the connection? So if I don't like watching the news and I, and this is exactly what happened to me, right? I was a person that was always watching the news, was always keeping up with current events, was always subscribing to the gossip blogs and all of that. And I just felt myself like being so consumed by it. I didn't know how to break away. I felt like I always had to keep up with it. And it was like being absorbed into all of my feed. Then obviously you would view social media as being negative. And as somebody who is using social media as like my job, I don't have time to view social media as negative. I don't have time for that because I have to invest my time into helping my clients and to putting out content that is going to help my audience. I don't got time to be subscribed to some, some gossip blog. I don't got time for drama. So I, I am telling you, I unfollowed all of those, all of those things about celebrity tea and celebrity drama and everything. My coworkers talk about it enough. So I'm already going to be like already up to date with everything. But I unsubscribe to everything. And now my feed has changed. 
And they might be like, oh, Kathy, you never know what's going on. I sure don't. Because I'm over here to start my business and grow my business and help people that actually want help to grow and scale their businesses. I don't have time to be worried about that. And imagine if I, a person that primarily works on social media and helps clients with their social media and creates content and all of that, if I start thinking social media is negative, I am no longer going to be fired up to do my job. I'm no longer going to be fired up to help my clients and you're going to see that in my content. Then I'm going to be burned out and then the easiest thing to do is to blame Instagram for it, right? But no, it's you. This episode is sponsored by my one-on-one private mentorship program, Passion to Profit. Have you ever had that burning desire to convert your idea into a business, but you didn't know where to start? That's what Passion to Profit is for. Together, we'll work on your business plan, professional website, and your offers and services for your clients. And you know, I'm going to include some social media in there and also content creation to make sure that you get your business out there. You can choose from either my three or six month program and have me as your guide to start the business of your dreams, all while navigating through imposter syndrome and recovering from burnout. And for my podcast listeners, anyone that listens to this podcast and is interested in joining the Passion to Profit program will receive $100 off of admission using the code PASSION. So make sure that you DM me the code PASSION. Let me know that you are a listener of this podcast at Content and Cafecito Podcast. And we'll talk about how we can start the business of your dream. Now let's get back to the episode. So that is one of the tips that I can give you. One tip that I can give you is to make sure that you are unfollowing anything negative. Even, and this is going to be super real, even if it is a person that you're close to and a person that you know, a person that you love, I do not think that unfollowing somebody on social media leads to you not being friends anymore. You could be friends with a person in real life and not want to follow their content. And that's okay. Listen, there were friends that I had in real life that didn't agree with me being in an MLM. And so used to unfollow me because they didn't want to see what I was posting. And I didn't have any hard feelings about that. I was like, okay, no problem. Like, I mean, what am I going to do about that? That's cool. If you don't want to see that on your feed, that's fine. If you have toxic friends or toxic family members and you do not want them to be in your on your feed or on your social media, then mute them, block them, unfollow them. Do what you have to do so that you don't have to consume it. We don't need it. We don't have any time for negativity in our space. I don't have any time for negativity in my space. So I know you don't. So that's one tip that I can give you in regards to making sure that you are setting boundaries and literally curating your own feed. Another thing that I can give you, another like tip that I can give you is to go through your followers list. And this is something that I actually had to do when I pivoted in business. Go through your followers list and look at who you don't interact with. Rem- like who doesn't have a profile picture, who doesn't have any posts, who like is literally a ghost follower, who's maybe inactive. Like remove all of those people from your following list and don't follow them. This is also like a pro tip or a hot take on how to do um how to increase your engagement and your reach because the less people that are inactive on your profile 
that are, let me, let me rephrase. The more people that are active on your profile means that the more chance that your content is going to get to your target audience. If you have all of these people that are taking up space on your, in your audience, Instagram is going to count that as a follower. So it's going to be less likely that your content is going to get pushed to the right people. But if you remove all of that excess and remove all of that, like, fluff that's clouding up your audience or your followers, then Instagram is going to push your content to the right place. I hope I just made sense saying that. Um, But yeah, go through all of those and remove ghost followers, remove inactive people, remove people that you no longer um, align with, remove people that are not in your target audience, remove all of those people that you don't interact with. And now the good thing is that when you go to your followers, it'll categorize them by the least interacted with, the most interacted with, like it'll categorize all of that. So you don't want to have people in there that you don't want in there. That's basically like the the long story short, even though I definitely told you the long story. But yeah, so you want to curate that. And another thing you can do, and it might seem super cliche, especially because this buzzword is like the buzzword of setting boundaries is thrown around now on social media. But turn your notifications off. You do not need to be notified of every single thing that happens on your Instagram, especially as you're making content that is getting a lot of reach and a lot of engagement, like set aside time. And this is something that I'm currently working on also, so you're not alone, but set aside time that you are going to go into your Instagram and respond to all of your comments, go into your Instagram and engage with all of your people. Like set aside time for that because if not, you're going to find yourself constantly attached to your Instagram and you're never going to disconnect and that'll easily be like the highway to burnout. You don't want to burn out from doing something you love. So make sure that you are setting aside time for that and turn off those notifications. Turn them off. This includes other social media too. If you are active on multiple platforms, you can set aside time to go through each platform or just set about set aside an hour or half an hour and be like, okay, let me check all of my notifications. Let me respond to everyone. And then that's it. That's it. That is going to help you so much when it comes to my fourth tip. I think we're up to number four. My fourth tip. Yeah. My fourth tip is to disconnect on the weekend. Now, obviously this is going to differ for everyone. Because some people um, have the most time on the weekend, so that is when they choose to create and they choose to like work and all of that. That's fine. If that works for you, that works for you. But for the, pe- the people that work full-time, the people that have a lot of, um, that have limited time during the week and want the weekends off, take the weekends off. You already have the notifications off if you followed step three. So take the weekends off. If you want to take pictures here and there of you and your family um, together, if you're doing something fun with your girlfriends, if you get dressed and and get glammed up and you want to just take that opportunity to create a whole bunch of content, then do that. But don't feel forced to. Don't feel like you have to be active on the weekend. And here's a tip. Majority of Instagram is not active on the weekend. They're just scrolling. They're not worried about buying anything. They're not worried about like... If you're trying to sell something to somebody on Instagram or you're trying to convince them to buy something from you or to join your programs or anything like that, 
you're going to get more engagement during the week. You're not going to get it on the weekend because a lot of people are disconnecting from their phones on the weekend. And that's just so far me being and working on, on social media for the past couple of years. That's just the experience that I've had. Granted, there will be some people that will buy from you regardless. So it's fine. And that is like, that's also a thing too. If somebody wants to purchase something from you, they're going to, whether it's a weekday or weekend or not, or whether you are active or not, or whether they send you a DM and you didn't get their the notification because your notifications are off. When your notifications go back on and you respond to that person, just because it's been a day or so is not going to change the mind of somebody who really wants to work with you. Your soulmate client, your target client is your target client no matter what. It's not going to change if you don't respond to their DM within 24 hours. It just is what it is. Some people feel that they have to respond the minute that they get a notification. And as somebody that wasn't an MLM, that that was enforced, like, oh, make sure that your notifications are on so that you can be alert whenever you get a response from your potential client. Like, I was somebody that the minute that the notification came in, like I didn't even wait until it stopped vibrating. I would be already responding. And that is how I easily got burned out because I was so attached. But it's okay to step away. It's okay to really like step away and center yourself and really like be grateful for where you are. Some people forget why they're doing this in the first place. Some people forget what they are, why they like started in the first place. You don't want to be so exhausted and feel lackluster when you're posting content online because your audience is going to see that. And if you're burned out, there's no shame in admitting that and admitting that you need to set better boundaries in order for you to either prevent that or recover from it. That's the main reason why I started my business because I saw it was a huge need. I saw so many business owners online complaining that they were in a creative funk or complaining that they were burned out. And I was just like, I know how that feels. And I know what strategies I used to help. And that's exactly why I'm doing this episode too, so it can reach those of you that are either currently experiencing burnout or recovering from burnout or trying to prevent it so that you can realize that it's not social media's fault. Social media is a tool, so it all depends on how you use it. You can use it for negative and constantly be trolling other people, constantly following these gossip blogs, constantly be up to date with all of the hot gossip that's going on, or you can use it for good and use it to run your business, use it to reach your target audience, use it to promote positivity, promote inspiration, promote all of that. There's absolutely nothing wrong if your page is full of positivity and full of inspiration and motivation. Because to be honest, and not for nothing, there's so much negativity going on in this world. We need something positive. Something. So why not have your account and your page be a place for your audience and your followers to go to that need a break? Be the one that stands out. Be the person that stands out in your industry. 
and is a person full of light online? Because there's so much darkness that's available now. There are already so many reasons to be negative in this world right now. So social media doesn't have to be one of them. We can break the stigma of social media being negative and turn it around so it can be a positive place. So I'm hoping that this episode was able, I know that it was short and sweet, but I wanted to really bring home the fact that don't blame social media on the fact that it is negative. Because the reason why you may be feeling negative, you have to really identify that. Think of it like when I log into social media, why do I feel negative? Why do I feel icky when I'm logging in? Is it something, is it a boundary that I need to set? Is it something that I'm allowing on my feed and allowing into my life on social media that I shouldn't be? Is there some type of, um, is there like, are my notifications on? Like, am I feeling too attached? Think about that before you blame social media on being negative because it could just be that you're being negative and that you're allowing that negativity to enter into your life train social media how to benefit you and curate your feed according to what you want to see and that my friends is the end of the episode (laughs) so yes it was super short and sweet but i would love Um, to hear your feedback and to see how you have applied these tips, especially for those of you who are um, going through this like change right now and going through like debating whether you want to take a social media hiatus, which isn't needed if you really set these boundaries and um, curate your feed. So I would love to hear what you thought of this. Definitely leave me a review on my podcast or DM me at content and cafecito podcast. And I will see you next week.